get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 147 of the What Up Though Podcast. Yep. Had a week. Week. We had a week off, right? Yep. Yeah. Had a week. <laughs> yeah, right, we did. Right, right, thought, like, we had a week off. We have so few fans that we weren't reminded that right. we weren't no available one, No one week. said, where the fuck is y'all show? Like, yeah. we didn't get that from Mr. Monotone messaged me today asking if we were recording tonight, and that was the extent of uh, uh, acknowledgement of our absence last week. <laughs> Yeah, I had no one, no one blew my email up or any of that shit. But whatever. Baylor don't blow us up no more now that he got his own. I know, right? Pocket. He got his own fucking shit, and you know, I, I had. I had to say to my feel shitty that I, ain't, I haven't like called into it or nothing like that. Yeah, like, I no want messages. to. I kind of felt that way too. Um, I would listen to, but I listen every week though. So I would listen to the uh, um, this episode on the N word. I don't know if that was called that, but. I'll listen to that today, and I have to give him give him give him props because I don't know if I can do a solo show, like just me talking. I feel like I would fuck up, and then I wouldn't have enough shit to talk about. Yeah, I think so. I would, you know, I I would just I would listen to him like, man, that's crazy. Like, I just don't think I could do it. Like, you know, I don't. My gift of gab doesn't doesn't go forty minutes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I need some kind of response to somebody else. Some I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it. Forgive me for the sniffling. I just sneeze and I'm I, I'm like trying to like gather my composure. I but mean, um, yeah, the, the weather's just, weather's kind of weird. I mean, it's been hot as fuck. It's like the end of like mid the third week of October, and it's been for the most part higher than normal temps around here. Yeah, it was kind of chilly this week, but yeah, prior it was like yeah, hot for October. But uh, yeah, um. I thought one thing that I found interesting about that podcast episode was that he had like a full like half hour at the end of it where it was just like people who called in to talk about uh, how they feel about other races using the N word. I'm like, man, he got more fans than us already. But then again, that that's what happens when you leave feedback on 50 different podcasts when you right. start your own. Yeah, I, people I fuck with his, you. His his blueprint of or, or his way of. Of going, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's purposeful or not, but it definitely made a mark because you know he definitely has a uh, good participation. So mm-hmm. that's pretty dope. Um, but I think he uses all his social media outlets as far as responses from Facebook to. I rarely post on fa- post on Facebook about stuff yeah. about the podcast, maybe because just I probably want to talk about them niggas. So yeah, it's, and it, yeah, I, and I know that like what I say on the podcast is not fit for my Facebook page. Like I, I, I we used to do it. Every week, however long we've been doing this, uh, a few years back, but like I, I can't do it anymore because I say things have gotten progressively worse in this country, like really fast since and Trump got elected, and with that has come me saying like way more crazy, offensive, blatant, just like crazy shit. So I mean, and it's all Trump's like, I fault. Can't, I can't really put that out there. And it's all Trump's fault. Like the anger that comes from this show has been like a direct. Uh, uh, showing of 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 things of Trump doing in his his presidency. <laughs> I feel like our whole years of podcasting this shit has basically been mad as fuck. No, it has. Because even has. when Obama was still president, it was like all the murders and shit. And it was like we spent so many episodes just talking about like 
fucked up stuff that was happening in this country. Too, not too many uh, joyful episodes. But on the plus side, um, not much happened this week for us to uh, to no. be mad about. Yeah, actually, no, it hasn't. Um, yeah, I, I've been kind of like um, pre-vacation uh, status and shit. So it's like... I've been at work, but not at work. But it's like I got tons of shit to do at work, so I can't like totally zone the fuck out or whatever. So, um, and then school been kicking my ass. It's like I hate this class so fucking much, dude. <laughs> like I I can't even express how much I hate the class. And I think the thing that makes it worse. Okay, so my computer just starts playing shit. Um. <laughs> Sorry about that. Folks. <laughs> you can't turn it off. I can't turn it off either. Um, hold on, I was clicking for an article, didn't realize it was a fucking page. It was on a fucking video. Um, now what I'm gonna say? Uh, the the part that makes me really angry about this class I'm taking is that I am so sure that 95 percent of the shit that I'm learning out of this class I would not use. It's an elective for my associates. Mm. So I know I won't use this shit. And that's the frustrating part because it's hard and that class is hard and I'm like, okay, I just need to, you know, get my study in a little more and stuff like that. And so that's frustrating because life happens. Fucking Saturday, I ordered this part for my water heater. I spent like six, seven hours trying to fix it because I broke it. And then I'm like, okay, fuck it, it's done. So I went from buying a hundred dollar part that I just broke, cannot return, to like saying fuck it. And then the next day had to get my whole fucking water heater, everything replaced and shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So it's like, you know, being a a a, a student and working and just having regular life responsibilities, that shit is nuts, dude. I mean, I know people who went and got masters and doctorates and shit, you know what I'm saying? Being married with kids and working full time. Man, I don't know how the fuck they did that shit, dog. I'm trying to take one fucking class to finish an associate's. I don't know when I'm gonna finish. And you have people who take taking fucking uh, graduate classes and <laughs> law school or law school <laughs> and they got kids and a spouse and man i don't know i give them people so much props because i am like struggling with one class and it's just like what the fuck dog so yeah I, yeah but any, at any rate um saturday we go to cancun for our anniversary so looking forward to that shit so um we be gone from Saturday to Wednesday, and I can't. <laughs> so heads up, can't. no podcast next week. Yeah, heads up, no podcast <laughs> next week. Yeah, so I can't fucking wait, man. I I haven't had a a vacation like a, a decent vacation in a good long fucking time. So I'm looking forward to having like, fucking five straight days and not having to deal with work, not having to get up and do anything responsible. Just get up and drink and smoke cigars and. And be on a beach, like, <laughs> I, yeah, man, that shit is just like it, it's coming at such a great time, man. Like, I got a test, I got a test tomorrow that I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna pass, and I'm kinda, <laughs> and I'm kind of like, I just need to get over, it. I just need to get it over, with. I just need to go there, try, and then regroup next week when I go to class. Like, I just, I'm just over it right now. Just life is just so, so fucking busy. Like, adulting has just been at like level fucking twelve, dude. Yeah, yeah, same here. It's been ever since I got promoted, I've been like 
obsessed with work and just like doing that sh- shit like all day. Like I don't have the time to spend on Twitter, keeping up with the news and all that kind of shit. So it's like I kind of come to the podcast kind of short on topics and I don't really know what's going on. And but I mean, it's not really it's not a complaint more. So it's just an observation. Like it's just it is what it is. But uh, I I took a a a staycation. Uh, oh yeah, you did that. Yeah, was that like, last weekend. Weekend. Yeah, before. the weekend before this one, I just took. I scheduled it ahead of time because like we're we're short on on leaders on my team, kind of. So I feel like if I take any time off, that I'm fucking over the other people that are there. So I've been like even more hesitant to take time off. But I scheduled a Thursday and Friday off a few weeks back for this past not this past weekend, but the one before that. So I could have a four day weekend where I knew I could just like chill. Man, oh, that shit was great, dog. I just, all, and before I left, everybody was like, so what you gonna do with the four-day weekend? I ain't doing shit. I ain't doing nothing. Like, well, you're not doing, no, I ain't doing shit. I'm doing nothing. All I did was, (laughs) you wild. (laughs) God damn it, man, I just need to turn the volume off. Fuck. I'm trying to do research on a couple of topics I want to talk about, and I cook on a page, and they got some fucking shit planned. My bad. That's that's irritating as hell. Like, I, I don't like that sites do that. Uh, it's like CNN. It's like what the fuck? I feel like this is like a Black Panic page or some. Shit. I was about to say it's like MySpace. <laughs> yeah, you somebody page it and, it just, and fucking Gucci Mane start playing and shit. Oh, this shit's so <laughs> annoying, dude. So fucking annoying. My bad, folks. Are you? Um, good? um, but um, all I did was like, man, I didn't do anything, dude. Like I, I woke up whenever I woke up, just whenever, no alarms, and all I did was just like watch TV shows, smoke cigars. Drink, stay up as late as I possibly could. Because when I got back to work, I explained it to my team. I'm like, I tried to stretch my days out as long as I could. Because I'm like, you know, I don't get this opportunity. So I'm like, I might as well. Like, I want to stay up as late as I possibly could. And all I did was just like watch shit and smoke cigars and chill and, and sleep. I, that, that sounds so fucking great. I get up in the morning and, and I'm, I'm 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 especially envious on Wednesdays because my wife works from home. So I get up in the morning and she's just there laying in the bed chilling. I'm just like, fuck, dude. And then, you know, it's just I, I, I get up morning thinking like, man, if there's a reason that I could like call off. I'm like, it really isn't like I just need to take my ass to work. But, you know, I, I, I feel you. I, I, I stay as much as my wife wants to travel and stuff. And I do, too. I would definitely enjoy a four day staycation at the crib just doing fucking nothing. Yeah. That, I knew it was what I needed, man. I I, I live a life that is l- incredibly interactive with other people. So for me, getting that time by myself to recharge was was incredibly beneficial to me. I spent most of that time. I watched all three seasons of Rick and Morty while I was uh while I was on my staycation. Are you <laughs> familiar with Rick and Morty? My wife kind of watches, and I've never really watched as much, but I've been wanting to watch since I seen your post about it. Yeah, it's like a animated show. It's not for kids, though. It's like mad adult shit, but um, it's like a sci-fi kind of thing. It's almost kind of like Back to the Future. It's like it's a kid and his grandpa, and they his granddad's like a scientist, and he's like a fucking raging alcoholic, and, and uh, they just go on like, adventures like through time into other dimensions and shit like that and it's cool because it's like funny but then it also has like cool like sci-fi aspects that actually have like deeper meaning and shit like that okay so it's like it's 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 a it's a smart comedy 
but it's also dumb at the same time because it'll be like having like I don't say fart jokes, but like it'll have like uh like really basic kind of like juvenile humor at the same time, but it's really smart. And but then it also has like dumb humor, but that's smart. It's smart humor too. Now didn't they didn't they have an episode or whatever where they made some restaurant bring back Szechuan sauce or some shit? Yeah, it was like one episode, like the season three premiere, where um. They mentioned Szechuan sauce that McDonald's had for uh to celebrate not to celebrate but like for the premiere of like Mulan back in like 1994, and because of that, McDonald's was like, "Hey, we're gonna bring back Szechuan sauce in limited locations," and like all the Rick and Morty is like huge right now. And when I say huge, like you can't even really quantify it. It's insanely fucking huge for the TV show. Yeah, so it's like because of that, they were selling out like crazy with this fucking Szechuan sauce on this one day at these limited locations. Somebody told me they saw somebody selling them on eBay for like six hundred bucks. What are they using Szechuan sauce for? I don't fucking know. I mean, the, to dip nuggets in and shit. Szechuan sauce for nuggets? Yeah. Maybe I just don't can't recall what the fuck Szechuan sauce talk, tastes like. Okay, but whatever. yeah, it yeah it it had a whole thing. It, it was really McDonald's kind of like taking advantage of the popularity of Rick and Morty because it wasn't tied to the show at all. It, it was just That's like good fucking PR. It was like, man. hey, we're bringing back Szechuan sauce. <laughs> no mention of Rick and Morty, but like Rick and Morty fans were like, oh shit, that, yeah. and it just turned into That's a big absolutely thing. Absolutely taking taking advantage of some free public publicity and making yep. that shit work. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Fucking fucking funny. Speaking of show uh, restaurants. Arby's last year Arby's did for one one day for select locations they offered venison sandwiches. I saw that. Last the close place was like far as hell. It was far, it was like, like two hours north. away yeah. and shit. But now they're doing all of them in Michigan uh on Saturday. Like this Saturday? Yes. So wait, um venison will make an appearance on the menus of Arby's stores going and blah blah blah. Um. Wait. Okay, this one is in New York, but it's actually in Michigan. They're supposed to do it too, but before it was just select stores. Now it's supposed to be most of the stores giving this venison sandwich. I fuck with it. See, that's the fucked up. I mean, I can't complain. I'm gonna be in fucking Mexico, and right. I, and it's gonna be here <laughs> Saturday, so I'm gonna miss out. But it's like boo fucking who? You even Saturday a.m. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we got an early ass flight like six. Oh, okay. And then yeah, we you out. We had yeah, so we uh the, we have a connected flight. We're supposed to get to to um Mexico by uh like noon or some shit. So. That's not bad. Yeah, so like two hours to Atlanta. That's conne- oh, okay, there we go. There, I was two hours to say Atlanta, you the and then okay. uh, another two hours uh over to Cancun. So, have yeah. when you when you take flights and you have like layovers in places, have you? like explore those airports at all like or do you just kind of like go to your gate and just chill until it's time for your flight i get something to eat or the bar or some shit like that or um so, something that i i it depends on how long it is like i've had i think my most recent connect this was some years ago it was only like a half an hour so i was just like i just went to the gate and chilled and shit but um on our way back from cancun we had like a four hour layover in atlanta and shit. So we're actually going to leave the airport and go to eat one of my cousins who live in the city and shit. So, but uh, yeah, explore the uh, airport. Yes, absolutely. I'll just I find a restaurant or yeah. you know whatever the case. Um, usually like 
something to eat or drink. So usually at the bar. Man, but, we went to Thailand for our honeymoon. We had a layover in China for uh, a little bit of time. And they don't let you leave unless you got like a visa or whatever. Oh, the, so like I had to airport? stay in the airport. Uh, yeah. And like the flight was like the gate was like in like the basement kind of of the airport. That shit was like the slums, dog. It was like poor people like sleeping on the uh, <laughs> sleeping on the chairs and shit like that. And like, man, that shit felt like the slums, dog. I was like, man, this shit don't even feel like home to me, dog. Because I'm like. I like I, I I'm familiar with the with the ghetto, but I'm like shit, man. This is and like, that was the airport. Yeah, terminal? and like the Shanghai fucking airport. I'm like this bitch supposed to be banging, dog. And I'm like they're like yeah, just go to the basement and fucking chill down there with your black ass. Like god damn. So I haven't flew out the country in a lot, maybe since early 2000s and shit. It's the only time I ever flew out the country. Is it like it's the like the entry once you get to like whatever your first destination was out of the country? Are you like? interrogate it like i don't even know the process of just the uh um a flying international going somewhere international now uh, like, they just like look at your passport type shit in the computer and that's it there's nothing crazy yeah i don't there's a separate line for like people who are going on other international flights and people who are like staying there and shit like that but no it wasn't nothing crazy yeah i don't even i don't even remember that shit it was like 2001 or some shit like that so it's been a while, but yeah, that's a, I don't know, I think I was telling you before, man, I've been, I've been having like this weird ass, I done flew twice this year and I've been having like the weirdest anxiety of flying and shit like, so I'm like, man, it, I'm just hoping I could just get the fucking sleep for the first flight. Didn't you say you had mad turbulence on your, uh, flight to New, uh, what, St. Louis? Yeah. The turbulence was kind of weird and shit. So that was kind of, and I think it was cause I was by the wing too. So it was just a little odd and shit. And I'm just like. But the shitty part, but the same, so St. Louis flight was like an hour, dude. So it was like, they said it was going to be an hour or five. I think we got there like 55 minutes and shit. And I'm just sitting there like, man, this is shitty, dog. It's like, every time I try to like go to sleep, I hit a, hit a bump or some shit. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm like, man, what the fuck, man? I'm always thinking the absolute worst when I fly. And I hate that shit. So I'm just trying to get my my, my mind right for uh, People are always like, you have a, a greater chance of getting a car accident than you do with a plane crash. But you up in the air and that shit just like bumping you and you lifting off your shit, seat and dog. shit. <laughs> like I don't experience that in the car. Like I'm just going. <laughs> it's like you go crash into like a random building with a, with a car or some shit or hit a hit hit a tree or whatever the fuck you just get out the car. No motherfucker, this bitch go down. It's gone, dog. Yeah, and it's like and you don't have no say over that. Like if you drive yeah. it, like that's you. Yeah, like, you, you have can control, no control. You have some dog. kind of say. But like watched, you sit on a plane that you you bump it so hard you. You live up off the seat and shit, like okay, like I'm, we were flying. I think we were, was it? I think we were flying. I think we were. Maybe it was going to St. Louis, and I guess whatever path the the pilot was going, he had to make like a right turn to get straightened up. And this motherfucker, we're like this because he's making his turn. That I'm looking up. I'm like, what the fuck, dog? <laughs> like, how long you gonna do this shit, dog? <laughs> why like, you leaning so hard? Why you can't do this shit gradually? Why I gotta be this big ass, <laughs> sharp ass upturn and shit, dog? <laughs> like, so I don't know. Man. I just like so. I was thinking like, you know what? I should just. We got like a six a.m. flight. Maybe I should just stay up to like four. And I think about it too. Like us, like us as like travelers. Like, a lot of us, like, standard, normal people who don't travel all the time, it's like, we travel every now and then. Yeah. So then we get on weird flights. It's like, what the fuck? But you think about people who travel, like, consistently for work or, like, 
uh, flight attendants and shit, they're probably just sitting there chilling. Like, yeah, they don't give a same fuck. old, same old. Yeah, you think about sports, like sports, like, you know, NFL teams or shit, bas- even more so, say basketball or baseball. They're flying every goddamn day, damn near. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, this shit I need to get over, I guess. But I'm like, trying to have all my batteries charged so I can listen to shit. You know what I'm saying? Cool thing about, we flying Southwest. The cool thing about Southwest is that, even if you could pay for the internet for their flight, but even if you don't pay for the internet, they have it where you could still stream and watch TV and shit mm. on your phone. So that's dope. And it shows like the flight time on the top and you can scroll to different shows and watch on your phone. So that's kind of dope. So we'll see. But other than that, I'm just looking forward to get the fuck away. I'm, I'm curious to see like since I've been at my job, I've taken over this one like really hectic assignment that my my lead used to do so he's gonna have to do it all next week and i'm thinking like either he's gonna say you know it's 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 not as bad as i thought it was or he's just gonna totally value the shit out of me when i come back so like i've 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 sped the process up so much or whatever and so forth. I'm just looking to see. I, I hope he has a horrible time next week right. doing this shit. So when I come back, it's like, thank, thank God, God you back. Right. Because, <laughs> like, I, I, I'm off. I go back to work. I'm off Monday through Thursday, and I go back Friday and shit. So, but, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just just looking forward to just getting the fuck away and doing, doing anything that's considered responsible and shit. So, we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to probably try to plan, like, short staycations for me fairly consistently like i'm gonna chill for the next couple months while everybody else is taking time off around thanksgiving and christmas i'm gonna chill go to work enjoy the fact that nobody's there basically and just do y'all get off the day day after thanksgiving no oh i have to actually take it off if i want it Mm. and then all the other leaders wanted that day so i was like you guys can have it. Fine, fuck like, I don't care. I'll just come in, and I'm like, it ain't going to be nobody here. It's going to be mad, chill. I don't give a fuck. You guys take it. That's fine. And I'm going to let my time accumulate for the rest of the year, and then I'll, you know, probably have some, like, little staycations around, um, probably, like, in Jan- well, around my birthday and shit. Like, I don't, I don't know what day of the... Oh, well, my birthday always falls on the same day as Christmas and New Year, so Monday. So that's a... I take my birthday off. That'll be a three-day weekend. I'll probably do something like that and just enjoy the time off. That's all I – like, when you get old like us and shit like that, all you care about is, like, time to chill. So I'm like, I'll yeah. probably just take some time off and just relax. Like, last year, uh, the week between Christmas and New Year, um, people were, you know, taking time off. They was wanting you to – if you had time, take it during that time. And I worked because I didn't have vacation time. Man, it was the easiest fucking week ever. It was yeah. no one there. It was like three other people in the whole fucking building. Yeah, so I just had my smooth. headphones on the whole fucking time, knocking out work. Didn't give a fuck, dude. Yeah, it's I'm super fine smooth. with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. My too, wife so had like, like two weeks off and shit, so she's chilling at home and shit. It feels like that. easy work days. Like I look at it as like it's gonna be easy work days. I'm just gonna accumulate time. I'm just gonna relax, chill out when I'm in there, and just build up time, and I'll utilize it. When no one else is thinking about it, and take my take my little staycations, man. I, I might try to do that every couple months. Just like take a take a day or two surrounding the weekend and just chill out. Aside from any like vacations I might be doing, but I don't have anything planned. Yeah, so, I don't have anything really planned. Um, I'm going to Chicago in, in December for a wedding, but I don't consider that a vacation. It's just nah. Chicago, so um, 
nothing really uh nothing really going there so you finna say something and i kind of interrupted you no i was gonna no i didn't have anything to say um so like i say not a lot's been going on in the last uh like two weeks nfl um nfl i keep fucking saying want to say nba nba started uh opener yesterday nigga i get home from class heat up had leftover pizza like cool i could do that for dinner Fix my food, got me a, my drink, sitting in front of the TV, and then I just see the worst fucking injury ever, <laughs> dog. God damn, dude. So, uh, um, Hayward, I can't remember his first name. Gordon. Gordon Hayward plays for uh, the Celtics. He just got there. For, he played for Utah last year, signed yeah. some huge-ass fucking contract and shit. Six minutes to the game, he comes down and breaks his fucking ankle in the worst fucking possible way. I'm just like, what the fuck? And if anybody who saw that game could just see, and you watched the uh, like the clip of it, to see the reaction of everybody was just un unreal, dude. I, I couldn't imagine being there and seeing that shit, though. Yeah, I was like, it looked like 9/11 took place within the within the arena. Yeah, dude, it was like you. It was like you just watched somebody get their head cut off or something, dog. It was nuts. I just felt this feels so so bad. I mean, you know, guys, you know, they, you know, they 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 spend the off season working out, getting ready and shit, and then you know, some shit like that happened. Man, that shit was so fucked up, dog. So fucked up. Felt so bad for that dude. But I really wanted to get home. I was curious to see the interaction of uh, Kyrie and and in Cleveland. But I heard they booed the shit out of him. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um. But the crazy part is, is that I know. Wait, he got did he get traded or did he want out and they traded him? He wanted out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I, the NBA is always uh, goofy with that. They they will uh, fucking boo you if the team actually just wanted to trade you and shit. So <laughs> right. it wouldn't really yeah. make a fucking difference. So I wanted to get home. Well, my class usually goes long anyway. So, but I had to get home to see that shit. Shit was so fucked up. But any uh, predictions for this year, man? Um. Well, for me, like. I've kind of fallen out of the NBA. Like I don't want to, but I don't really care for the this whole super team thing. And now we got like five elite teams, and everybody else is like on the outside looking in. So I don't particularly have a great deal of interest in the NBA at this point. But um, I mean, cause it's like what the talk, what is there to talk about? It's the same. It's the same group, man. So you got Cleveland, you got Oklahoma City, you got Golden State. Uh, you got the Spurs probably, um, who am I forgetting? Boston probably, maybe like Minnesota has a nice squad. That's pretty much it. Like five or six teams that are good and that's why, it. Why do you think, you know, so there was like much buzz about, you know, when KD went to Golden State, um, not so much when, um, uh, Carmelo went to OKC. They have a fucking dope fucking squad now. Why do you think like it's it's the the buzz when like Carmelo goes to OKC is not as much? Is it just because of what? I don't get it. Like I mean, because he's a dominant player now. You have like a a a, a good ass squad at OKC now. I think it's because people kind of like are down on Carmelo Anthony for one, and then for two, it's like. It's it's watered down, I guess, a bit because the trade talk for Carmelo Anthony has been going on for like a really long time. So it's kind of like, OK, finally, he's out of New York because I feel like a lot of the talk was like he's going to be out of here. 
And that's been going on consistently for a few years. So it was like, okay, well, now he's actually out of here. So it's like underwhelming because like it wasn't a surprise. It was like, okay, we've been feeling like he's going to leave. And then it happens. So I don't I don't know, man. I, I think that the NBA is currently in a place that doesn't really interest me too much. You got five or six good teams. You got uh, players grouping up, building these super teams. And it's all fucking dunks and three-pointers and I, I don't know my the the level of competition is down and i i don't know my my interest in it is waned a great deal so i mean they even got like i said they got paul george who's dope i mean pretty good player westbrook you got carmelo now i mean and for, for the for lack of of naming that's that's a, a somewhat of a super team yeah yeah no it is yeah they got a squad for sure and i just don't get the i mean i get it because carmelo wasn't a free agent and went there he was a traded although he'd been wanting to get out of fucking the knicks or the knicks been wanting to rid him or whatever the case for for forever whatever but i don't know it's so so much hypocrisy in the whole thought process between fucking making super teams and the league building super teams but i'm kind of with you though i have last year i thought i was i think i was pretty into to to in nba last year this year i just you know i just want to get down to little season arena to see the pistons play like have you been my, there yet no i haven't even been there oh, yet. okay i haven't been there yet my wife got there before me yeah um <laughs> so i i, I really want to go down just to check it out but i'm i'm pretty confident i'm going to get tickets before the year end from my job what was she there for again um, preseason game. Uh, she's in a suite too. Yeah, she's in a suite too. Yeah. Now I went to a I went with a to a Red Wings game last year with her in a suite, and um, that shit was trash. They ain't even had no food. You know what I'm saying? We had to uh, buy our own drinks and shit. Like this is bullshit. I'm not going to talk about how trash the Joe is. The Joe has been the, trash. Yeah, the right? Joe. I, I went and and I went for it's a uh, shitty arena. The, I've been to Red Wing game twice. And the twice I went, I went uh, in suites. So yeah. that was kind of dope. But the suites are trash, though. Yeah, it's not dope. I mean, and granted, like, the first time I went, it was for my uh, bachelor party. And like I say, the suite was, I mean, the the makeup of the suite was trash. But the company was dope, so I didn't give a fuck. Especially when I went my, um, actually, I should say, only when I went for the bachelor party. When I went with my wife, that shit sucked. But <laughs> when I went to the bachelor party, it was cool. Cause we, bought all, we bought drinks and chilled. and We didn't even watch the fucking game and shit. You probably um, have to pay for shit. Yeah, I didn't, so that was <laughs> right. dope. I think That's I, probably the determining factor. Like, yeah. It was dope. I didn't have to pay for shit. Yeah, I, when I went with my wife, I, I think I bought a few drinks. The drink's high as hell. I think I spent like $60 on like three or four drinks or like good drinks. You had to like get double shots and shit to make it worthwhile and shit. Shit was trash. And we get food. She went to us uh, um, in a suite. And now, you know, in a Joe, they had like box TVs in that bitch and mm-hmm. this shit like dirty carpet and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now they got like flat screens everywhere. They have food and fucking drinks and fucking all that shit, man. So, yeah, I probably end up getting to a Red Wings game. Um, I, I want to keep, keep my streak alive and only go to suites at the Red <laughs> But I think I'm going to get tickets from uh, for my job for the for the piss and some, um, hopefully. Um, the, the, the weird thing about suites like, I think when I went to, so I, the one time is actually a weird story at work. Like they give away tickets to shit all the time. Cause like they can, and so they give away tickets to shit fairly frequently. 
And the one time that I won tickets through work was for Eminem and Rihanna at Ford Field. And I won Eminem and Rihanna? Yeah. And I won suite tickets. So I was in a suite at Ford Field God for Eminem damn. and Rihanna. And um the the way the prices worked out was it was like, okay, you know, when I when I go anywhere, you know, I'm trying to get fucked up, man. I'm trying to drink, especially at a concert, dog. Like if I'm at a game, I'm chilling. But if I'm at a concert, I'm trying to get faded, dog. Like I'm trying to get I'm trying to get lit. And the 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 way the prices worked out for like ordering drinks versus ordering a bottle was not that crazy, right? It was like so it for me, I thought it worked out financially for me to just get a bottle of whatever i i don't remember what i drank but i got a bottle, bottle of something why not and i just drank that and it, that shit was dope dog like that because it had food in it that was provided by the company but like they, they ain't gonna provide liquor like that so i just i bought a bottle of bottle? Like, I, I can't i man it was it was reasonable like maybe like 60 bucks something like that like i mean whatever bottle i got if you got at the store it wouldn't have been 60 bucks but it was like I'm at, I mean, I'm at the suite at the game, and I'm like, 60 bucks. It was like, and it's just me and my wife. Like, hey, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to get that shit. So, I mean, that worked out. But the uh, suites overall, it's like it's dope to have your own space. But at the same time, suites are never really close either. No, and I kind of like to be close. I kind of like to be close to whatever's going on. I don't think suites aren't, suites, suites aren't for really enjoying the game. You're just fraternizing with people and shit and chilling. You're not really there for the actual game. Like I say, when I went the first time, we didn't even watch the game. The second time I went, it was a suite. The game, we was watching the game, and then the fucking, what's the, the ice machine, the the, the, Zamb- the Zamboni. Zamboni. The Zamboni fucked up the ice. He, they put this big ass gash oh, in really? the ice. Yeah. And so they're out there for like an hour trying to fill the fucking gas. God damn. Because it's ice, so it's like you can't really pack shit into it because skaters gonna come past and hit it. So and then I had to leave early anyway. So I would start drinking, realize I had to drive to Ann Arbor, and then I was just f- pissed. Yeah, long story. And <laughs> like so Ann Arbor. Yeah, I had to pick up my stepson. And I forgot that I had to do it. And so now I had a couple of drinks. I'm like pissed. I got to drive all the way at fucking Ann Arbor from downtown Detroit and shit. And it was just like, whatever. Speaking of Ann Arbor, we had our uh, cigar club meet up in Ann Arbor mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And uh, as we probably discussed in the podcast before, we try to have our uh, cigar club meet up. And the cigar club is um, it was created by the two of us. And then Tony, who's been on the podcast before, uh, we made an admin as well. But uh, we we try to have we uh monthly meetups for the cigar club, and uh last month we had our what last month this month was it October. Uh, was it, it was this month? Then we did what? The Ann Arbor. I was month. in the last month. Last month, so yeah, like the last week of September. Yeah, yeah. So um, we try to change it up or whatever. We had our we had our shit in uh in Ann Arbor this month at the uh, La Casa that's in Ann Arbor. And when I went out there, man, it was crazy to me, dude. Like, I don't know what your uh, college life age was like, but when I was in college back at that time, um, I spent most of my time at Michigan State because that's where my friends went. But I spent a little bit of time at U of M. And it was, like, dope to kind of, like, be in the college atmosphere again, being at U of M. And this was the – so this is the week that they were by, like, before the Michigan State game. And uh, I went to so apparently 
not apparently. So they opened up a smokes poutinery in there. And if you guys, I mean, you probably won't remember any of our, even our loyal listeners probably wouldn't even remember, but I talked about smokes poutinery because it's like the, in my opinion, the premier poutine spot in Canada. And poutine, for those that know, is basically fries or gravy and cheese curds. And Smokes will put on, like, you can get all kinds of different poutines there. So you can get the, it's the standard Love a good poutine. fries and, and gravy and cheese curds. But, like, Smokes will have, like, uh, uh, like, a club one with, like, bacon. And they'll have, like, ones with, like, ranch and bacon and chicken. Or uh, one called a Hogtown, which is the one I always get, which is, like, Italian sausages, bacon, and pork, and all, pulled pork, all that kind of shit. So they had that. I, I hit that bitch up, and it was awesome. Yeah, I want to make it out there for that. I mean, it, I, I haven't been to Canada in some years, but I remember going there years ago and having it was awesome. Now, I've had some terrible um, versions of it since then. So, but smokes like, is the shit. Yeah, they so, got one. They got one on the U of M campus. Oh, that's the one y'all went to. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was literally probably. I think we may be three miles from the fucking cigar lounge we went to. I think I maybe had to make two turns and then drive like two miles down a street and then we were at the cigar. So I haven't lounge. been on a college, and that's and I was I was wondering where you were going to say the location because the location of the cigar bar was nothing campus like to me. No, so it was, was okay. it was hundred percent off campus. Yeah, yeah, but, but it was like it, the the smokes was like right in the heart of the campus. So we went there, we ate the we ate the poutines and shit, and then it was like. Drive a block, hit a turn, drive another block, hit a turn, and then it was like straight block. maybe like two miles down, and then we were at the cigar lounge. Yeah, I I used to hang out at I used to hang out at Michigan and Michigan State because I had friends and went to both and stuff. Um, I didn't go away to the college, so I just really hung with them. Oddly enough, I never knew anybody that at Wayne State during my early years. So I didn't ever hang out with anybody that was like partying at Wayne State or nothing, but. Estate I did, and then like, I used to go to uh, Fake the Funk yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Estate, and then um, U of M, I just used to go to one of my um, homeboys. He used to have uh, house parties and shit at his place and shit, so. <laughs> I, I, I may have told this story, but going to the house party up there, and um, so as soon as I get up there, he like, let's go to the store. We'd pick up liquor. So we go to the store. We pick up this big-ass, like, Liter, it had to be, it had to be like a half gallon or some shit of Hennessy or some shit. It was Hennessy for sure. Get back to his apartment. I, I want to like, like point that, like, like note Remember that. Remember that part? Thing. Yeah, I want to note that because I, I have, I have something I want to ask related uh, to what you just said. Okay, so we get back to the apartment and he like, look, these niggas drink. They come in here and drink all the shit. So. If you want to pour, when you want to make your cup, make it what you want because you may not be none left. Mm-hmm. So the red standard solo cup, I filled that bitch up to maybe like three fingers left <laughs> of Hennessy and shit. Full cup. So I'm sitting there. I'm drinking. Next thing you know, I done finished my whole fucking cup. I sit on a uh, um, love seat there. I've heard this story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sit on a love seat there. Fall asleep and then I missed the whole fucking party. <laughs> and I remember times of like waking up and I'm seeing people there and shit, people looking at me and I fall back to sleep. And then I just I could not pull myself the fucking together, dude. Yeah. And then 
6.30 the next morning, I finally get up. Missed the whole fucking party, dog. <laughs> I would have rather not drank that much and enjoyed the party. Like, they said so much shit went on, and it's one of those, like, damn it, I was here, but I really wasn't, and shit. <laughs> yeah, so, it was fucked up. But good times up there, though. Um, so, was, you, was your point about Hennessy, or just... Yes. So, um, when I... So... I moved back into the hood basically when I when I bought a house and my neighborhood is nice, but I feel like I have a nice neighborhood that's plopped down in the middle of the hood and shit. And I'm familiar with the area. I mean, it's, it's where I grew up, man. I, I, I had what was what was the I can't remember the topic of conversation, but there was some topic of conversation where I was pointing out the fact that at 35 years old, I've probably spent maybe 28 to 30 of those years living in actually within Detroit. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like, you know, suburbs like that. I've, I have lived in Westland, which is a suburb, but like as, as in living within Detroit, I probably spent like 28, 30 years living in Detroit. And, um, I was, uh, <laughs> I, 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 there's a liquor store that's, I, I would say with it's it's within walking distance of my house. I would never actually make the walk, but like it's it's very very close. I could drive there in like two seconds. Is it on the other side of here then? Uh, it's the uh, it's it's the uh, you would know it because um it's it's the liquor store that's at the corner of uh, Puritan and Wyoming. Oh, I thought you were talking about it's one that's like closer on Puritan though. Like if you go down your street um to Puritan and go up like three blocks on the other side of. The st- Puritan. It's oh well, I like the one that's up Puritan in uh, Wyoming. Oh, I w- oh uh, across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you're it's on about the same side. side of Puritan as me. Oh, you talking about said, Wyoming? That one? Yeah, that was cool. I don't know why I'm thinking about living there. My yeah, bad. Yeah, Puritan, yeah. Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to go. Cause I used to stay like two blocks from there. So that's I why I said you would know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know yeah. exactly the story. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the the, the night of your brother's um uh what was that like a uh, what you call that like a memorial memorial whatever I ran into like mad people in that liquor store mm-hmm. that night. They were going to the same shit. And um, anyway, I go to that liquor store. That's my spot because it's right there. So I go there all the time. Every time I go there, it's like mad niggas buying Hennessy, dog. Like, just niggas love Hennessy, dog. Like, that's their shit, right? So, like, growing up in the hood, right, Hennessy is like, for those who don't know, because we got listeners from all over. Like, Hennessy is like the, the, like the nigga drink of preference. Like, that Hennessy is, that is that shit. Everybody who's black drinks Hennessy. Like, that's just their shit, right? So I go in there. It's like, mad niggas buying Hennessy and shit. And when I was in college, we were like, you know, being black, we just get Hennessy and shit. Man, I don't know. Is it just me or is that shit like mad overrated? Like, I like I don't think Hennessy is that good, man. I think Hennessy, Hennessy is, is cool. like. I mean, I found so many other liquors that are like way more I said way more better, way better than Hennessy. I feel like uh, Hennessy is like that shit that's like it get it gains that reputation among the black um, among the black community, and people just like gravitate toward it for no real actual reason. Like it, like this is just what I have been drinking for however long. Like for I me, mean, I used to love the taste of Hennessy. Like I was a big cute, but then I just grew out of it. I used like, to love fucking Hennessy. Yeah, but like yeah, that that's kind of my point. What I'm getting at is like right now. At 35, as a seasoned fucking drinker, I don't give a. I don't want Hennessy, dog. Like I'm like this mad. Like I can't. I can think of 
so many things I'd rather have over Hennessy, dog. And like, the fact that it's not. I don't it, think Hennessy is that great, man. And the price of Hennessy now is way more than that's, it was then. And that's what I was about to add, too. <laughs> and it's like, it's overpriced, dog. Like, it's not even worth that price. Dude, Hennessy used to be like $13, $14 a pint, double for a fifth, whatever. So 20, 26, 28. Yeah. No, I think a pint of Hennessy is like $17 or $18 or some crazy shit. Like, and I think they they, they exploit the hood because they buy the shit. That's, I, and that's I, the point that I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I think Hennessy is just like a thing that like is accustomed to like, that's the thing that hood niggas drink and, and, and they know and they, they can charge for it. And I'm like, I don't think Hennessy is worth it, Dude, man. there's so many other liquors you could buy. And then I'm just, I'm, I just, uh, just became a snobby rum drinker. And I, I want to just drink Havana Club. Right, <laughs> that was just Cuban rum. <laughs> like, like I don't want to like mad bougie. It does. I feel like I've earned that. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't want to drink any other rum. Why can I? Why would I? Why would I drink other rum when uh, Havana Club is readily, for the most part, readily available? It it really is. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. and anybody know Havana Club is a Cuban rum that is not sold in the U.S. So. And and can get that anytime. So why would I even do? And it's not even expensive. Yeah. So why would I do that? So 20, yeah, it's twenty dollars a bottle for Cuban rum. For Cuban and rum, and motherfuckers out here paying like in the high thirties for Hennessy. And I'm like, Hennessy is. I don't know, man. I I, I was just wondering, is it just me or is Hennessy just like mad overrated? I I can't remember the last time I actually bought Hennessy. I haven't drank Hennessy. I've, I haven't bought or drank Hennessy since I was in college. I. I've, I've drank it. Well, I probably drank it. Shit, I drank it a couple <laughs> weekends ago. I've drank, I've drank it. If it's there, the I'll club, drink it. Uh, <laughs> I went to the, remember the, uh, the little, uh, club, I guess you say, uh, hall I took you to over on, uh, uh, the lodge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went there like two weekends ago and of course they had tons of Hennessy and I was drinking somebody else's Hennessy. But that's what, that's what you expect. You go to a hood club or a hood bar. Everybody could be drinking Hennessy. But it's like, I don't know. I think the hood drinks typical shit, though. They drink Hennessy, they drink Ciroc, and they drink local-ass beer. Remy. And and Remy. Remy, Hennessy, Ciroc, and then just random-ass local beer. So I bought, I had bought a, what did I buy? I bought a pint of Coconut 1800. Mm -hmm. Because I just want to do some shots, and and that's that's the easiest thing for me to do shots of. And I bought a, a six pack of uh what the fuck is the beer? Shit. Um I can't even think of the name of the beer or not. But it's not a typical it's not Budweiser or whatever the fuck it is. I can't mm-hmm. remember what the fuck it is for this. I don't even have a bottle around here. Whatever the case. So I set my I had a six pack. I set it down and then I set it. They had I, they had a little fr- I was on a st- in a, the stage part up there. I was standing up there and they had a little fridge, so I put it in there. So had <laughs> a fridge on the stage. It, yeah, it was like a uh, not not the stage, but the booth. Not the Ew. stage, that booth. <laughs> it's like a little small refrigerator system. So I put my beers in there. So my boy, like, so somebody was like, "Man, who beers are those?" Man, if I get one, he's like, "You know what? I think that's I think that's Otis." And I'm like, "How you know it's mine?" He's like, "Cause none of these other niggas is drinking that." <laughs> and I, forget, I can't remember what the fuck beer it was, but it was just like everybody else is drinking like random like butt or just the normal shit you get at the store and shit. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I, I won't call myself a bougie drinker as I well, I'm still drinking uh Havana Club from earlier. But <laughs> and then we bought Secret Seven. So I don't I was call saying, myself, we got Secret Seven yeah, so it I, balances out. <laughs> but I don't, I don't yeah, man, a, I don't a, think that Hennessy is like that's a, it's not like that's some top level type shit, man. I, I don't know, man. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I don't fuck with Hennessy like that, man. I don't, I don't think it's all that great. I haven't bought Hennessy. I used to love it, man. I think I just drank so much of it. I just don't have And that's just think, and I think the bigger thing is the price point. Right. Because if the price point was cheaper, I probably would because I actually enjoyed it. But the price point just brings it like, I could drink so much better shit. I would rather buy a fifth of Jameson than buy a fifth of fucking Hennessy. Right, yeah. And be good. Absolutely. I could, I could buy a fifth of Tito's vodka, which is actually pretty good for the price, and be good. I could, there's so many other things. Yeah. I, I'm. It's a stretch. But what was the uh, the whiskey we used to drink? We used to buy Kessler. I probably could sit and drink Kessler just because one is cheap and it tastes decent. It doesn't taste as bad to me as Hennessy. Yeah. Well, the bite is not as bad or whatever the fuck. But yeah, but yeah, the, the normal hood ass shit is definitely Hennessy, Ciroc, Remy. Although I was a big fan of uh, um, I give a pass on Ciroc though. Ciroc is fire for a vodka. Like, but I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, it's, it's not. It's not bad. It's just that's just what the hood tried. To, just and they just, they just find they picked up on one that was good. But yeah, Puff Daddy was like, "Hey, Ciroc." But have you ever had the the first time I had Ciroc was the uh, uh, the plain vodka one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was the first time I had it, and then the flavors came up. But the first one was wasn't bad though. No, they, no, I fuck with Ciroc. Like if I'm if I'm gonna get a vodka, I fuck with Ciroc. If I get sure. a vodka, I'm I'm going Tito's. Well, um, I mean, I personally, but yeah, like I mean, like the Ciroc is like I fuck with Ciroc. I, I mean, if it's there, I, I'm I don't have any complaints. It. I'm not saying Ciroc. it's bad, but like Hennessy, I'm just like I don't even feel like I don't even want to drink. That and like shit, my wife, she 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 likes the red berries, but it just gives her a crazy hangover, so she don't fuck with it no more. So yeah. I just I just drink wines and shit with her. <laughs> but so um we uh were talking about the fact that off mic we were talking about the fact that not sh- not much has popped off, but on a related note. You wanted to talk about uh, Colin Kaepernick and his uh, was it like a lawsuit against um the NFL? So my bad, I'm sitting here like my cigar relating. He filed, and I don't know if it's called a lawsuit or a grievance or, but I did find uh one of the articles. Uh, he filed a he filed a grievance uh accusing the NFL of collusion. Um, Seems valid now. <laughs> I wasn't familiar with the term collusion until Trump became president. <laughs> so I would admit that. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> um, and so I don't know. I could be the, 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 the only one that's been under a fucking rock when it comes to uh, the word collusion. But there was a thing that I don't I don't know what it was. Maybe like a, a comedy TV show or something. I was familiar with it, but I can't recall what it's from. But it was something not even remotely related to politics. It was something having to do with some comedy shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was the first time I could really recall hearing a word, and then it was just an abundance of hearing collusion. But for those who are not familiar, collusion is from um, defined as secret or illegal cooperation or conspiracy, especially in order to cheat or deceive others. So. Um, and it's funny when you search the word collusion, the first three articles comes up the, that come up are Colin Kaepernick. All right. But so the whole time uh, Kaepernick's been out, you know, he what one he opted out of his contract at uh, 49ers. So people feel like, well, he should have just kept his fucking job and not opted out. 
it was always known that the, the 49ers going to cut him anyway. So it wouldn't have made a fucking difference. He would have been gone from there. That would have not been his place of uh, employment, no matter if he opted out or he fucking stayed and got cut. So it wouldn't make a difference. Maybe it would have made a difference to dickheads who don't know the fucking story of it, but whatever the fucking case. The whole time he hasn't been employed and been wanting to get picked up, teams have been even undercover of undercover saying it or just people were alluding to teams don't want the distraction of Colin Kaepernick. Now the distraction has not been him playing bad or worse or anything like that. Any crazy conduct. He wasn't a fucking wife beater. He didn't fucking do drugs. I don't think he's ever been uh, fucking suspended for drugs or any shit like that or any domestic disputes or any of that shit. The only thing they teams have kept him out from is because of the fucking kneeling. And so I feel like collusion is a fucking strong case. Now I've seen some articles that, and I haven't read them in depth, but they say that it's going to be really hard to prove collusion. But I don't see it being that fucking hard. There, no, the teams that didn't want him, and it wasn't because of his ability. Because one, even still, he never would have probably been a starter or any team. And I don't think he even had a. Uh, he may have not. I don't want to speak for the man, but I don't know if he had an expectation of being a starter because most teams had a fucking starter. You know what I'm saying for this season or whatever. But. He's been better and shit based on his rating two years ago. And that's a hard thing to compare, but he's been better than most fucking the quarterbacks. There's been some shitty ass quarterbacks this year. And the then, o- and, but sorry to interrupt. No, no, please. But one thing that people seem to never mention is that he was just in the Super Bowl. Like, he was just in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so you starting no name random fucko talking about uh, <laughs> this is our guy <laughs> and we and Colin Kaepernick is falling off, but he was just in the Super Bowl, what, like three years ago? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, he led his team to the Super Bowl recently. So I'm like, even if you could build an argument that he's like utter, utter trash now, which you can't build, but if you tried to build that argument, whoever you have starting at your quarterback and whoever is your backup was not the starting quarterback in the Super Bowl any time recently. So no. what? Where's your argument really at? But yeah. Go ahead. So yeah, no, and I'm. Just, and I just feel like at this point, I don't know if I even want Kaepernick to even play. I just want him to 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 win this this grievance against the NFL. But I don't think, from what I and then another thing, and I would like to, I need to get more more familiar with it. But I feel like the, from what I've read, the grievance file isn't nothing that he would actually win monetarily. I believe it just goes to the players fund or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I think for him it's just proving the point that they fucked up and they did the shit like that. That would be huge. Yeah. Fuck I, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, sure. so I don't know, man. I, I just I, I, I feel like I don't see how that should be a hard thing to prove. Teams are, you know, have not picked them up be and it it has it's obvious that they haven't picked them up because of the whole kneeling thing. It's it, it, incredibly obvious. Like, I couldn't see, you know, no other – I mean, because, like I say, there's been lesser quarterbacks that came in and done got jobs because they're not a distraction, as they fucking call it and shit. Did you hear that uh, there was a reporter or whatever that asked uh, Green Bay's coach about the possibility of, of picking picking him up? He got, like, since, irate, like, mad. Yeah, he sounded mad salty. Like, they asked him, like, hey, Aaron Rodgers is done. 
uh, what do you think about picking up Colin Kaepernick? Like, oh, we've had this guy. We've done this, and we've practiced hard. Like, he sounded mad offended that somebody would suggest the idea that they would draft, I'm not like, draft, are you a, I'm like, are they would you pick up Colin Kaepernick. You, I'm like, you know, I, 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 I could understand if you had a you, – you're saying that, you know what, we've been working with the – the second and third string that we've had for some time now, there's no need to have a another person come out, whether it was Colin or anybody else. But to get fucking angry about it, that just yeah, seems crazy like, to me. Like, yeah, it's weird. Like, how dare you fucking suggest a kneeling fucking nigger to come on our fucking team? Like, that's what I got from it, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got from it too. Like, that's exactly what it sounded like. How dare you? How dare you? Did you, you know what that boy did? He right. fucking kneeled. Like <laughs> that boy. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I kind of I I took from it. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't see see no reason for you to get fucking irate because, yeah, that's what it sounded like. And I'm like, man, they really are trying to find any kind of excuse for him to not be picked up. And I'm like, you I, to to me, and this is this may be just me, but like, I feel like you could be, you could get all the attention towards you if you did pick him up. And it would be like mad positive. You could get like, uh, like all the people who are like pro Colin Kaepernick might like fall back a little bit. Like if he gets a job, like I feel, I kind of feel like at this point, the the talk around him is so crazy that if you picked him up, you could actually benefit from it almost. Like yeah. you don't even really gotta play him, like, but you could like benefit from the fact, like, hey, we're the one NFL team that didn't give a fuck about all that crazy off the field kind of controversy around him. And we were just like, hey, look, we need a QB. This guy can do it. He was in the Super Bowl however many years ago. We could do that and we're just gonna take him and we'll see what happens. Like I feel like that could almost be a positive at this point. Well I was I was reading an article and they were talking about uh the previous owner, was it Al Davis of the Ra- of, of the Raiders mm-hmm. and they were talking about how they felt like he was so he was so pro I just wanna win that he would have picked up Kaepernick in a second, like he, it wouldn't have gave a fuck about the any of the the, the controversy with the kneel and shit like that. But I'm like, does it take does it take a person that's dead to y'all yeah, think that he's gonna do it versus any of these other people? Like no one else is concerned with fucking wins. And the thing is, it's not like he's he's not going up. He's not gonna be a he wouldn't have been a starter had none of this shit happened unless he got picked up on the team and a quarterback got I feel injured. Like he could have though. Whoa, no, no, no. I'm just saying he could have possibly, but I don't think. Initially, he would have been picked up with the with the. I don't think he would have picked up with the with the thoughts he would have been starting getting picked up. I felt like it was enough starters. I don't know if he would have been, but I felt like he could have held his own if you know quarterback goes down and we've had luck is down. Fucking uh, Aaron Rodgers now is and you know uh, shit. Derek Carr is fucking injured. Andrew Luck is actually injured. I didn't know he's been that. injured for a while. Oh, okay. I don't think he's even played this year. Um, and I think he had a setback, so I don't think he's even gonna play. Okay. Sam Bradford is injured, I think. Uh I thought. Maybe not. Either way, like Either so way, it's been a ton of quarterbacks. So I mean, I wasn't I didn't have an extra thing to think he was gonna get anywhere and be a starter, but I feel like he could have been on a team. Like he could have been on a team. Though. It's really hard to justify on a a skill level basis not signing him. When you got mad teams right now who are starting guys who are like totally inexperienced, never fucking started as a fucking pro football player, guys who have a history of being mediocre, borderline whack, 
and you still are just like, yeah, no, he's not fit. Like, come on, dog. Yeah, so I, I think that case actually has some legs. I feel like it would, if anything, it would expose the fact that teams got to, now teams got to actually prove that that wasn't the reason they didn't pick him up. Tough tough move to tough tough thing to justify so i don't know i feel like he would have definitely been able to be on the team i feel like they should be at a i think that i think he has a strong case i mean i don't know the the the, the legal side of it but you know they have to prove that they wasn't they weren't discriminating on him because of that which they were they may not have said it but they fucking were so i don't know I just think he's done so much good. I mean, I almost feel like I say, I wish it was a legal case. So he, he would actually win some fucking money off of it. I say, fuck y'all. I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll be a fucking activist. He'll continue with his <laughs> giving and all that shit. And like, you know, fuck that. So, so uh, I, I wanted to talk about while we're in the vein of talking about racial injustice. I don't want to make this like a totally shitty, angry ass podcast. I mean, we, but we, I do want to talk we, about. We have to have them sometime. It just works all out. the time. Uh, but can we talk about let's t- let's talk about how my favorite rapper was like out here doing what I want out of black people. Like. So so during the BET Awards that nobody watched, Eminem had a cypher that was like just. Yeah, go ahead. That was just um, it was all anti Trump shit. Right. And the thing that set it apart for me is that he did something that no one else has the balls to do, which is to say that if you support Trump, then fuck you. Even if you're one of my fans, I don't give a fuck. You are clearly supporting somebody who's trash, and you can eat a dick. And, like, (laughs) Eminem is a guy who has so many fans across so many different races and ethnicities and all that kind of shit and he flat out said if you support trump and you're one of my fans you don't need to be one of my fans anymore i think he i think he put up the middle finger like no yeah he did he said fuck you like if you if you're unsure fuck you and like this is what and and this is what bothers me about it not about him but about the situation as a whole is the fact that you have a white rapper who has the balls to go, if you support me and you support Trump too, then I don't need you. You can go fuck off. And then we look at today. Today was, I mean, technically the NBA regular season started yesterday, but it started with, you know, as 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 it is in sports, you might have one or two games on quote-unquote opening day, and then everybody else plays the next day. So as far as I'm concerned, today was o- the opening day for the NBA and I made a post on Facebook. I was like, did anybody did any NBA players kneel tonight? And somebody told me, no, they all stood for the anthem and shit. So you got NBA players who are black and the, the NBA is 105% black and no one actually had the, the, the wherewithal to be like, you know, we have a little bit more leverage to actually kneel for the anthem, the NFL players do, and none of them had the balls to do it. They all, you know, talk that shit in the off season. They all talk that, uh, you know, all that pro black, all this, you know, all this pro Kaepernick shit. And as far as I know, nobody knelt tonight during the anthem. But Eminem, a guy who has 
a very large group of white fans came out and was like, if you support me and you think that Trump is cool, fuck you. Like, I thought that was so fucking brave, dog. Like, to be somebody like that. Like, he alienated, like, undoubtedly a, a huge portion of his fan base to do what was right. Like, to do what is is the right thing to do. Like, this is not the guy that we need to be supporting. If you, if you think that a guy like this is what we need for our country, you could fuck off. And he's a fucking rapper. And you got fucking the NBA, which is 99% black. And none of these motherfuckers had the balls to even kneel. And, like, they had that thing that was like, oh, uh, the NBA has a guideline that says you should be standing up for the anthem and shit. And you got LeBron James and Dwayne Wade and all these NBA players who talked all that good shit in the offseason. But I guess apparently stood for the anthem hand over their heart. I don't know what they did, but they didn't fucking kneel. And I thought that was a great opportunity for the NBA, dog. Because, like, the NBA is is all black for the most part. And they got guaranteed contracts. Ain't nothing going to happen. And if LeBron James kneels during the fucking anthem, is Dan Gilbert going to go, oh, I'm going to bitch LeBron James? No, he's not going to fucking do that. Like, they have way more say over that kind of shit, man. You got a 12-man roster and... Half these motherfuckers got guaranteed fucking large contracts. You're going to bench them and lose because they knelt for the anthem? No. And none of them fucking did that shit as far as I can tell. But Eminem has the, has the balls to come out here and be like, hey, if you're a fan of mine and you like Trump, you can eat a dick. Like, I, think, I think that I think that and I, and I, and I, I agree. In fact, I, I think it was, it was a, a huge, strong statement by him. It was funny because uh, me and me and my boss, we was talking, and he was because he's a big, you know, he, he's only a year older, so he's a big music fan. And he, we, so when I came in that next day, he was asking me about us. So I was talking. Before you continue, what's his race? Um, he's Indian. Okay. Yeah. And so we talk about music a lot. So when I came in, he asked me, "I seen it." I'm like, "Yeah, blah blah blah." And I went, I went to his office because I, was, oh, he called me to his office. He was like, "Yeah, I was." Uh, so I, he told me he was messing with one of the guys. It's an older like, oh. I guess you say redneck guy who's like just a out of curiosity. How does he call you to his office? Oh, you say he he just he just says like you got a minute, and I'm like cool, and then okay. I just walk up, you know. And so it's usually people just think it's work related and shit anyway. Mm-hmm. So I go in his office, close the door, and he was tell, basically telling me he was talking to one of the guys at the job who's like a basically you know worn redneck guy, you know biker dude who's a mm-hmm. big Eminem fan, and he had, he said he knew it was he knew it was go like. He didn't. He knew he probably didn't like the whole Eminem thing, so he went up to him like, "Hey, how you think about that?" And he was just like, "Yeah, I just wasn't a fan of that at all." And I was just like, "Yeah, he one of those kneeling, disrespecting flag motherfuckers." Like, so he did lose fans and shit. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I thought it was dope. I just wonder, at the point at M's career, does it really matter though? I think it matters in the sense of like, and, I, and it so- matters. It matters, but I feel like. I wonder. I feel like M probably would have did that at any point in his career. I think M just haven't gave a fuck about you know what people thought about him or any of that shit. He's always had that backing no matter what. I mean, he's always been controversial, you know. what I'm saying to his whole career, but I just wonder like if he was in a point where fans made more. What's the word? Uh, if it mattered more to his career, would it have been like one of those push issues? Like I feel not. I mean, even though him not making music, I don't know if he really gives a fuck. He's made his fucking millions over, um, over. But 
And so I wonder, I kind of wonder what it would have made a does it would have made a difference years ago. But I will say that if anybody is going to call out racism, um, especially from the, the 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 white community, I feel like he was the person to fucking do it. Like that was absolutely the person I felt should have done it, and he did it fucking well. Yeah, it, it's it's a situation where like so if you go back, I mean it's it's hard to compare because nothing like that, nothing like what's going on right now was happening when he was trying to make a career. Right. He's already established, so yeah, it's so kind of like whatever, like you but, know, Woody or anybody, you know, and it's always been activism and and rap music, so it's definitely not the first. But in the times that we have now, where you know, uh, where where Trump is just the worst fucking person on earth, you know. I felt like he made, he really, you know, made, like he said, you know, I think in the, in the rap, in the freestyle, he said something about, you know, drawing a line in the sand, you know, mm-hmm. either you with me or you with Trump or fuck you or whatever the case. Yeah. And it was strong. It was poignant. I think it was, uh, it was, uh, dope as fuck. Um, cause I have, I mean, other than, I mean, you had, uh, um, what's the guy from Cali who had the fuck Donald Trump song? Uh, oh, YG. Uh, YG. Yeah. Other than that, I haven't really heard, and I could be under a rock in, in some in some um, circles of music, but I haven't heard nothing really like anti-Trump other than like YG, and then like this this uh you know M M's like to that point like like his whole thing was about Trump like it wasn't like a, a whole piece thing of it, like the yeah. whole fucking thing or whatever. I think the the difference is that YG is like a black guy. And not consider he has like his fan base is probably large, but is minuscule compared to Eminem's fan base. Oh, by far. So by Eminem far. alienated a large portion of his fan base to do and that. And not even purposely, just it just because of his genre of music. Like he yeah, he as, he knew what he was doing. He was like, you know, I'm gonna say this. He's a fucking blood. He's a, he's in a <laughs> game for Christ's sake. So I mean, there's a lot of people that just won't. I never listened to him until I think the Donald. Trump Are you talking about YG? Yeah. Oh, you talking about M alienating? Oh, yeah. I mean, no, yeah. I'm saying Eminem alienating his fan base. Oh yeah, he, he I think yeah, yeah. yeah he Emin, he 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 put like he alienated his fan base so bad. Like he's gonna lose a ton of fans for what he did, but he did it because it was the right thing to do. And he's white. We got fucking mad black dudes, NBA players, rappers, whatever the fuck. Who are and actually the NFL would be a better example. Who are not willing to do that because they have too much to lose. And he's a guy who probably lost a large swath of his fan base by saying that, but he did it because it's the right thing to do. And that's what makes me yeah. I mean, I I, I still just don't think that you know. I don't think it's it's going to hurt him financially, monetarily now though. Well, only because he doesn't like. I think it will hurt him in the sense of like, if he drops an album in November, there's gonna be a huge amount of people who probably would have fucked with that album, who won't fuck with it now. Like it's it's crazy to be like, hey, if you're a fan of mine and you like him, fuck you. Like, no one else is doing that. I, I feel like I don't know. I just feel like I think he may have gained fans. Like. I, I think there's probably a lot of people that wasn't really Eminem fans that we probably gained. Well, I don't know. I think the impact would be probably. I'd say the, 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 the people he gained is probably like a incredibly like 1% versus like the amount that he lost. 
Like he he alienated so many of his fans by doing that, and with him being white, and that to me was ballsy. And like you got fucking athletes who uh, are black who don't even have the nerve to do some shit like that. So like and and again to cite back to the NBA, these are guys with like guaranteed contracts. Like to talk about LeBron again, like not to say LeBron should be, you know, uh doing all kinds of shit that's going to alienate his fans and alienate Cleveland and Dan Gilbert and all that kind of shit. But like a guy like LeBron and NBA players as a whole, these guys got guarantees, guaranteed contracts. Like their money is straight. Like they're going to be fine. And they won't even do that. And he alienated so much of his fan base to do that. And I thought that was gutsy. I mean, is he going to, is he going to go broke? No, he puts an album out next month. Is it going to sell a bazillion copies for sure but is it gonna sell a fraction of what it would have sold had he not done that (laughs) yeah like he's he would have been way better off if he hadn't done that like he looked at it and like he looked at it and was like i can not say shit and be and and do my typical eminem numbers or i can do what's right and lose a large swath of my fan base and that it is what it is he was willing to take that loss and I respect that. Like the fact that he was willing to take that loss. There's a lot of people who aren't. Colin Kaepernick was willing to take that loss. There are people who are kneeling right now in the NFL who are willing to take that loss. I respect all those people, people equally as I respect Eminem's thing. So like, I, I, I like the fact that a white guy was willing to take that loss. And I, I don't know. I just respect that shit, man. That was, that was a gutsy move by him. Cause like as a white guy, with a large group of white fans to basically be like, Hey, if you like Trump, fuck you. I don't need you as a fan. Like that's, that's fucking ballsy, man. Like that's, that's crazy. That's dope. Yeah. I, I like, I feel like you disagree with me, but you don't want to say, no, 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 no. I can say like, I was going back to LeBron, like his, his activism kind of, I don't know. It's cool, but it bothers me because like, you know, at the time when Eric Garden was killed, you know, he wore like the I can't breathe shirts doing warm ups and shit like that. And then now it's like, you know, he kind of tweeted against Trump when Trump was was You was, bum. Was yeah, you know, <laughs> talking about, you know, uh uh Curry going to the White House and all that shit. But it as much as as much good as he may be doing, I cannot get over the fact that he played dumb. <laughs> When Tamir Marks was murdered by the Cleveland police. Like, yeah. I would never get over that part. Yeah. Like, that's so fucking close to home. That's like a, just any random star that's, you know, in, in Detroit that just, you know, ignores, oh, I don't know, whatever the case. I, I was about to give a stupid example, just trying to make a, ref, a reference. But I don't get how you could be a, a something that happens so close to you like that the news did the same news that reported Trump and reported Eric Garner had to be the same fucking news that you get when Tamir Rice killed Tamir Rice was killed. And it was in your fucking city. Like it's your fucking city. It's the fucking Cleveland police who did it. And you you played fucking dumb when that shit happened. So it's like as much good as he he you know he he could be possibly doing right now, I cannot get over the 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 plan dumb when Tamir Rice was killed by the police. And that shit just irks me. Like, yeah. you could have had a huge fucking impact in your city, um, you know, 
taking a stand against the Cleveland police and you just missed a, a golden opportunity to take up for someone who, who, who couldn't take up for themselves. And I just, I just, I could never get over that shit. Dude. I think my, my stance on that is, and I could be wrong. I don't know his intentions, but I feel like he might've been in a place when Tamir Rice got killed. Wait, killed. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. that, he was kind of just like not really aware and kind of just like, uh, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but he was kind of just like, that's not my lane. And then he got dragged so fucking bad, fairly. And I feel like he almost kind of like, like making up for it or some shit. M- like at first I thought it was kind of like making up for it, but I, I feel like, I kind of do feel like he might have just actually come to the realization that he was wrong and that he realized how much influence he has and he changes he changed his uh stance. Like I feel like he learned from it. And this is just a like a gut feeling but like LeBron as far as the NBA goes has been like a front runner for that kind of shit ever since. And I feel like there was a situation where like he learned from it. I don't like I if if I if I felt that he was being fake with it, I'd say so. But like, just my gut feels like it was a situation where he was like, I fucked up on this. I realize what's going on now. I realize how much influence I have and I'm going to like change my approach. I mean, and I think that could have been, you know, it, uh, yeah, it, it, we have no way of knowing no, whether or not yeah. it's like a, a thing just for like, uh, uh, publicity sake. We don't really know. But if he had, like, had his, like, kind of, like, hands-off kind of approach to the Tamir Rice thing and then, like, kind of sort of spoke out after that, they'd be like, okay, maybe he's just trying to cover up for his uh his fuck-up with the Tamir Rice thing. But, like, he's been really, really good with that ever yeah. since. Like, yeah. he's been on the forefront. So I kind of feel like he might have just, like, learned his lesson. Like, he might have just, like, actually just learned, like, you know what? Like, well, he he's not woke, per se. <laughs> like, yeah. he's not woke, and I feel like that might be the case. But I mean, they played last night. I'm assuming he didn't kneel since I didn't hear anything about him kneeling. So I'm assuming he didn't kneel for the anthem. And to me, I feel like any NBA player that don't kneel fucked up. Like, cause like it's an all black league. You got these guaranteed contracts. You rich as fuck. Like, ain't nobody about the fucking black ball NBA player. It's a fucking 12 man roster. Like you, you black ball fucking not even LeBron, you black ball fucking, I don't know to put it to the Pistons fucking Tobias Harris. <laughs> like you, you're fucking up. You're, you fucking up your season at that point. Like you can't really do that. I feel like black NBA players have way more power than NFL players. So like I feel like they could do that shit, and even if the even if the NBA is like, don't do it. If you do it, you still are probably gonna be fine. So like the fact that from what I've heard that have no I, NBA players have done anything that have knelt during the anthem is disappointed to I, me. I feel like well, NBA, yeah, and I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's gonna happen though. I feel like it's gonna happen. I I, I mean I mean granted the season it should be happening started. now. If it's gonna happen in the future. Is gonna be in response to something else that happens, where they don't need, they shouldn't need any new impetus. Like, oh, this new thing happened. Now I'm gonna kneel during the anthem. Well, no, I think it's, 
kind of how you said, um, you know, LeBron had just like moment of clarity, and then you know he he's he's at the moment now where he's a lot more active. I don't know. Granted, all of the stuff is out there, so there's really no reason for guys not to. I feel like it's gonna be one of those moment of clarity things where they decide to do it. Like I see it, I see it happening. I don't, I don't think it's gonna go, but they need to. I think it's going to happen, but I just like when. You, what do you think the what is the the reason say they are kneeling say NBA players are kneeling mm-hmm. and what reason do they stop though I don't see why they would I mean because you know for for like in a, like the I think the perfect way for cuz I think a lot for thing a lot of players are going in the NFL if Kaepernick decide is somehow Kaepernick uh, gets hired by a team, most players are going to stop kneeling. I ho- I would hope not. But, but I feel like they are, though. I think a lot of players are not necessarily doing it for the reasons that Cap did it. I think they're doing it because he did it. Hmm. And I think that if... And, and I think players have said it. They, they would probably stop kneeling if Cap gets a job. Which is not even why he did it though. Yeah, no, but I feel like, but I feel like that's gonna happen though. Say he gets fucking the job and gets put on some team two weeks later, I think they're gonna stop kneeling because I think now a lot of them are kneeling because he doesn't have a fucking job or not an NFL. No, that's not the point. I know that's not the point. I no, I'm not saying that you don't know that. I'm saying that for them, that's not the point. That's not the point. But I guess my it actually goes back to the question: like, what what are they going to stop for? Like it, stop kneeling or st- stop kneeling. Like why why are they gonna why are they gonna stop kneeling though? And that's what I like because I feel like a lot of them are gonna if cabinet get higher, I think a lot of them will stop because they feel like okay that's, oh we like like we won right. But the whole thing of that was just to address police brutality, which has been the reason of excuse me fucking burps crazy. Uh, would it be the reason of for that's his reason for him actually doing this shit? If I was an NFL player. If Colin Kaepernick got signed to a team, I wouldn't stop kneeling because because the I if you did that, then the idea is that we were kneeling because Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. That's not the point. So it totally is, if, but I feel like if, that's, if they, they stop kneeling because of that, then you I, I you, feel like, I you feel missed like the point. Number of play- yeah, and they're like you know you know you're missing the point. Now I feel like a good way. For the NFL to show their their true interest in this is that you know NFL fucking talks about all kind of injustices or not injustices or things like you know they they fucking do you know uh, pink for breast cancer or whatever which I feel like is a total money grab I don't think they really give a fuck that's all it is um, absolutely but I feel like if the NFL made a conscious effort to to promote uh, anti violence against unarmed people or just blacks or whatever i feel like that would be the reason to stop if the nfl is going to commit to it the nfl is committed to when 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 ray rice uh whooped up his wife and shit you saw all these commercials about domestic violence you remember the commercial where he had all the players crying ray and rice shit it's my birthday huh yeah the same guy to share your birthday <laughs> shady ass nigga right um when when that whole thing came about Ray Rice, you seen all these commercials about players crying and like they had this one weird one where it was like no one said anything, but everybody was crying. And I think it was a, you know, a commercial that was like uh, uh, pushing anti uh, anti domestic violence or whatever. 
and so so you so they take up causes so they're not you know so that's possible i feel like the only way that you can really get the reason i would think of to stop if the nfl pushed for uh uh non-violence against for police against fucking uh citizens I think that's the only way that you could really say, okay, I'm not gonna. Other than that, I feel like they. I, I feel like the only yeah. reason I like most for the most part, since the only, I feel like for the most part they're gonna stop. If if he got hired, they would stop. A lot of them would stop. Yeah, and that would be missing the point. And it's totally missing the point. I just feel like that's what's gonna happen, though. If yeah, he, probably. If he would have got it, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, probably. So it's like you know, if you are you really kneeling because of you support the 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 notion that Cap supported, which you know. Uh, you know, blacks and others are being unjustly killed by the police. No, I feel like a lot of them are going to because he don't have a job. That's that's why they're doing it. Which, like we say, is still fucked up, and it's not the reason you should be doing it anyway. So I think that's a flaw on our part. If that if that were the case, no, no, I take excuse me, I take that back. That's not a flaw on our part. That's a flaw on their part for not actually being in tune with what the movement is. Yeah, and I, and that's a total. And, that, and this is I'm not even saying that they are. I just feel like. Well, I am. I do feel like there are a lot of players that were probably like, you know, he got a job now, you know, and they'll be good or whatever. So I don't know. I feel like the NFL has to make a conscious effort to promote um, anti-police brutality, um, especially against blacks, if they want to get a, a movement of people saying, okay, we're not doing that anymore. And they're not. They they're promoting the idea of. Uh, saying that kneeling is disrespectful to the flag or veterans or whatever. So as long as people are kneeling, they're going to equate it to something that has nothing to do with the actual reason for the kneeling. I mean, because now you have you have people boycotting the NFL because of uh, the lack of response or stuff for the way the reason that the cat did it. And then you have people who are protesting the people who are protesting. And so that's like, why are you mad at people who are protesting? Like, I totally feel that the anthem shouldn't even be a part of football. It shouldn't even be a part of sports. I don't get to the point that it's actually a part of sports. It shouldn't be. I feel like it shouldn't be at all. There should be. be no fucking singing, no fucking anthem. Flip that coin and, and get to work. That's it. Agreed. That's where we need to be at, honestly. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, take the shit out. Like, why Why are we even doing this? People say, you know, sports are mixing with politics. That's the most political stance you do. It's a fucking uh, Pledge of Allegiance and all other shit. So, no, I take that whole thing out and just, just eliminate it from fucking sports. Totally. That would be ideal. I feel like that would be, a, that could solve the problem. Why Why is the anthem needed? Like, why does, what does that have to do with sports? Nothing. That has nothing to do with sports. Nothing. Just take that shit out. Just totally eliminate it. That'll work. And I don't think some. I think somebody said that didn't really happen in the last what twenty years or something. They start like doing the anthem with in games and shit like that. I think that. so. Yeah, I saw something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like I can't confirm, but I remember hearing something like that. Why even involve that shit? Just totally take it out. I don't understand the whole. Let's be patriotic before a game starts. Like, <laughs> no, just take that whole part out. That's how I've always felt toward um, uh, like taking your hat off during the anthem and shit like that. Cause I'm like. I've never really understood the idea of taking your hat off. Like, how, am I disrespecting the country by making yeah, sure the God yeah, can't I've see never my known, scalp? Like, why like, a hat on? And that must be some weird ass etiquette issue or some shit. Like, why is that a 
a, a thing like take off your hat. It's dumb. I, I don't even get why. I, you know, you have some places where I don't know. I've been to some homes where people don't want you to wear hats in their homes. Like you take off your hat at the door type shit. That's why? like older people. I think. Why? I don't. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't get it. Like why? Yeah, why does it matter? I, I have a hat on. What I understand I, how my scalp being covered is this disrespectful to whatever. Disrespectful to what? Yeah. What am I disrespecting by having my scalp covered? It, no, it doesn't. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't get that. And I've always been somebody who I don't really care for like dumbass rules. And I've never, anytime, it, like just on general principle, anytime I've gone to an, a sporting event, I've never taken, if I wore it, at the time where I wore hats, I never took my hat off because I like that doesn't make sense to me. Like I'm, how am I disrespecting the country or the flag or God or whoever by having my scalp covered? Like that's not, that doesn't make sense. So I'm not gonna do it. And I'm not in a place where there's some sort of authority where like I can get kicked out by having my hat on or like you know if you go to a club they'd be like oh we don't want hats. Right. That's like, a rule. Like why? And it's like it's dumb, but it's like at the same time it's a rule. So it's like. We don't want hats on the club, so don't have a hat on. I mean, I Fine. get it why you don't want me it's to wear It's a dumb it. rule, but at least it's a rule. I can see what There's no saying. rule for uh, fucking yeah. wearing your hat during the anthem and shit. Like, that. That I don't understand how my hat, my like scalp I being covered. Like I said, I don't want nobody wearing a ski mask and gloves. I totally get that. Well, <laughs> 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 why, why do I have to take my hat off? Like, I don't I don't get the whole, that, that shit, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I've never taken a hat off at a sporting event because I think it's dumb. If you give me a good reason why... I'm somehow uh, way more respectful of whatever the fuck you care about. No, I can't. I can't even rationalize it. There's no. I can't. I can't rationalize the idea of how my head being covered is somehow disrespectful in any kind of way to the flag or to the game or to God or whatever. I I I, I can't get it. So I don't do it. It's a yeah. dumb rule. It's a. Dumb, it's not even a rule. It's a fucking unspoken like best practice mm-hmm. like, i'm not gonna take my hat off for unspoken best practice that doesn't make sense yeah not gonna I, don't, do it. I don't get it at all so yeah but i don't know be interested I, I feel like the i think there are going to be some people in the nba that does it and so i'm curious to see when that happens and who and where it happens but well shit if it didn't if it didn't happen today or yesterday is it gonna happen i, mean, you got, I don't you know you got a whole fucking summer man i think it's gonna happen it should be happening right the fuck now. So if they're not doing it now, what's going to make them do it later? I don't know. I mean, and I'm not knocking the fact that it's not happening now. I feel like it should, but I feel like it, if it. it does happen, I'm not going to be like, why they didn't do it in the first game, though? I'm just like, I'm glad you finally came You came to the point where you wanted to show your activism and, you know. If it happens, it. sweet, but what's stopping you from doing it right now? You have all the reason in the world to do it right now. Do you need, like, some other fucking crazy event where... Some fucking. I mean, that's like going back to eight-year-old shot in the face. Him, like, LeBron, oh, let me if do you, it if now. We, I want to say give him a pass, but if we say, okay, he may have not been woke or vocal enough then when Tamir Rice did, but now he's down. It's like we're giving him a pass for not speaking when he should have spoken. Versus, Fair. so I feel like I don't. Feel, I don't know. I feel like there is. I don't feel like there is a late, a too late for activism. I mean, granted, we would like to see it at, at a certain point, but I feel like when it happens, it's going to happen. It's going to be dope. So I'm not I'm not quick to knock him for not now, but I do feel like it's going to happen. I'm taking bets on J.R. Smith. My only thing is, like, it's not like this is some new shit that came to light, though. And they're like, oh, shit, 
Maybe we should be kneeling now. You got all the reason in the world to do it right now. So why would you not do it now and then do it later? Yeah. So it 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 doesn't make sense to me to to have some sort of like event that happens. You're like, oh shit, I should kneel right now. Like you have all the reason to do it right now. So why aren't you? So like I don't really have any faith. If 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 no, at this point in the night it's twelve thirty one a.m. The West Coast games are probably going to end in about half an hour. If at this point no one has knelt for the anthem in the NBA, then that says all it needs. That that's all it needs to be said. If you haven't done it by this point, then what I mean, reason do you yeah, have to do it later? It's over. But I just I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm, I'm just guessing. I don't know. I, I I feel like it's going to happen. And when it does, I'm gonna be like, cool. Glad you finally fucking did it. Um, but I. I think you need to, to to make people uncomfortable. I think I think you need to bring those points out, and um, I, I see it happening. Um, like I say, my first guess is J.R. Smith, and then um, <laughs> so why he do it last night? Then I don't know. I just I just feel like he's I, I don't know. I'm picking him because I feel like he did a because I think when uh, they he was did posting do a tweet about like oh, okay really like oh we yeah. not we we ain't allowed to kneel all right then it was something like that like oh okay. Like something that sounded like mad standoffish. But if he didn't kneel last night, then what are you doing? It's gonna happen though. I think it's gonna happen. I pretty I feel confident it's gonna happen. But forty years I, I hope you're right, but I don't see why it would happen later. Why wouldn't not why would it not happen right now? I don't know. I just can see him just having just not having the balls to do it. Just trying to I don't know why, but um I, I see it happening. Um sorta of in the same subject. Uh so I don't think did we record before Jameel Hill was suspended? Nope. So it's going on like she's been suspended for two weeks for tweets about. They never said what, but I but for most people saying it wasn't about the uh, the actual boycotting the like Dallas players boycotting the games. Mm-hmm. It was the point of uh, I guess saying something about something to the effect of. Making it hurt the sponsors, of, yeah, which would be sponsors of, of ESPN. Do you think she's going to be there, ESPN long? Nope. Not because I think ESPN is going to fire her per se, but I think that she has all the reason to not fuck with them no more. Yeah, I mean they're not supporting her. Nope. Not supporting her. I was talking. I got a, a homeboy of mine who uh who works at ESPN and um um was it was that uh Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, and he was he was saying how uh, the energy is weird there. Like, uh, like you have the black people who are like you know noticeably upset and so forth, but he like there are white people that's just kind of like, yeah, she fucked up. She shouldn't have said certain shit. Hmm. Blah, blah blah. Interesting. Yeah, so I but don't not know. I kind of like fuck ESPN anyway. I just feel like that. Man, I, like I feel like Stuart Scott is like rolling over his grave right now. I wish <laughs> Stuart Scott was alive for shit like this. Whew. You Boy. know what I mean? Like, I feel like he would have been a, such an advocate for what's going on right now. Yeah. Or whatever. And you can't do nothing but respect that man. I mean. At least we got Shannon Sharp. Dog, Shannon Sharp is a fucking national treasure, dog. <laughs> God damn it. Shannon Sharp is awesome, man. I, I've watched so many of his interviews, man. And he just gives the straight, blunt fucking truth about it. And he's dope. I mean, he's called out his own homeboy, Ray Ray Lewis, about the bullshit, about taking two knees and shit. Ray like, Lewis. you know, I, yeah, 
Shannon Sharp is dope. I just hope that they don't fucking yank him from ESPN because he he's going against all of the bullshit that they they've been trying to do and just you know just just calling out shit and uh, yeah I'm so I'm so pro Shannon. I never liked him as a player and initially when he retired I didn't really care for him after that but hey man I. If he ever came around, I'm getting him Hennessy and some Black and Miles stuff. <laughs> it's, right. it's, it's all good. Man. So he's definitely. I'm glad you mentioned him because yeah, he's definitely been dope. So yeah. Did, um. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? I'm kind of like fresh out of topics. I no, was like, I, I was like, <laughs> totally like engulfed in work and shit. I don't. I don't really. No, have I think too that's many about topics. it, man. Um. I think we're good. We kind of re- recapped and um. We're good, man. Uh. We'll be off next week because I'll. I'll be on my my last day of uh my wonderful vacation, and then we'll be back two weeks uh to get shit going. Um, so we would love. We'll make sure we're we're prepared. Oh yeah, I mean weeks. it's like even though we're prepared, I feel like I don't know, man. I as much as I you know love to have a, a prepared dope ass show, I feel like I, we this is still like a, a outlet for us to just 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 vent, just venting, and you know what I'm saying yeah. you know just don't want to put up anything, but you know. Um, I still enjoy these these days just to get shit out and just talk about the shit that's been going on or whatever. So I feel like I don't feel like it's never really terrible weeks or whatever. But, no, you know, no, it's like it's, I don't know, man. Life is fucking just busy, man. Like I mean, if we if it was just had time to just you know scour the net for good topics and not have to worry about fucking work and bills and school and family yeah, and kids yeah, and shit, yeah. you know, you know, I, I think that'd be a cool thing. But you know, I, my Wednesdays is. Other than, you know, unless something crazy come up, my Wednesdays is nice as podcasting. So, just, you know. And luckily, you know, I, my wife is always cool with that shit. So, you know. Yeah, I, w- I just want to have more shit on deck to talk about than we did today. But, um, like, it's, it's today was kind of like, we, we were off last week. And I wanted to talk about the Eminem shit. I kind of want to talk about Kaepernick. And we did that. And so I'm satisfied to that degree, but I kind of wish we had a little bit more to talk about. But I mean, I, I'm I feel like I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I kind of feel like man, I'm I'm just kind of worn down from like talking about this shit every fucking week, man. I'm like, can we have like a fun fucking podcast? Like, like you remember the fucking um the 50th episode and shit with the um. We had the studio audience, and we had the fucking. I did the uh, the Century Club shit, and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I think we just need to just be a, more, a little more like, creative and stuff. So yeah, I, it's I, not I, it, I, it's not really us per se, but it's like I wish that. I mean, it is us. I mean, we we have to, you know, we're responsible for what the shit we. we I don't want to, but I don't want to be like, hey, let's do a Century Club and have fun, yada yada yada. When there's so much fucked up stuff going on, and I like I would like to have like. I feel like we have like long bouts of like podcasts where it's just like, hey, let's talk about how fucked up this country is. And, and it is. But I would like love to like have a podcast where it's like we can just like have fun and joke around and shit. Because like I like to like have fun and goof off and crack jokes and all that kind of shit. But it's like everything is so fucked up that it seems like every time we sit down for this, it's like talking about uh, all the motherfuckers that died and all the fucked up shit that Trump is doing, yada, yada, yada. And, like, I I want to talk about that because that shit affects me personally. Like, I, I get upset about it. But, like, I really want us to be 
in a space where we can do that, but also have like way more fun shit to talk about too. So I want to have like a, like we're going to have two weeks off. I kind of want to come back in two weeks and kind of be like, we got some like fun shit to talk about. We can crack jokes. We can laugh. Like, and if we have shit that if something fucked up happens in the next two weeks, we can talk about that. But I kind of want to also have like, you know, like jokes and good times and, all that kind of shit too. So. Well, that's I think uh, yeah, that's that's definitely uh, and I'm I'm for that too because I mean it's, it it lights up lightens up the mood, you know just the Trump Kaepernick. Niggas it's like man, killed. it's depressing, man. It is, it is, it, it is, is, man. I I hate talking about that shit every week, man. Like I well, I don't hate it because I want to. Like last week that we didn't record, I was like, oh fuck, man, because I had so much shit I want to talk about. But at the same time, it's like. It's it's so fucking draining, especially like with our lives, me and you, our lives right now currently, it's so stressful. Like there's so much like work shit, personal shit, and we spend a lot of our week dealing with like fuckery and then we come down, do the podcast and like we spend maybe like hour and a half, two hours, three hours smoking cigars, talking shit, watching we watched the Pistons game before this shit started. Like we we hang out, we chill, enjoy a good time before we start recording, and then we hit the podcast. It was like, oh. fucking Trump, fucking you know, fucking black people dying and all this kind of shit. And I'm like, I don't want us to be like depressing every week, man. Like, I, I kind of want us to get like in a bit more of a positive space, but like, we also live in a world where there's so much fucked up stuff going. Yeah, on. Yeah, but too. I think in the same token, and like you say, you know, we. We we live when there's so much fucked up shit, but I feel like we don't have to talk about that shit. Like, we, like I, I feel like we're not held. Up. I mean, I think it just makes a topic because you know, you know, it's it's shit on our mind. We want to get off our chest about the shit, but we just we don't have to. So I really want to push for this more lighthearted, positive shit. Like, I don't want to come back in two weeks and you know, talking about whatever fuck shit Trump has done. Because he's going to do some fucked up shit in two weeks. Absolutely. He does it every day. So every, Yeah, it, like it, every yeah, day. But we just don't have to do that shit. So I'm, I'm definitely for pushing for, you know, less stressful, you know, more humorous, more, excuse me, fun shit. So, yeah, we make that a, just make that a, a, a must for two weeks to come back for that. So, yeah. yeah. I, want, I want to focus on the podcast more. Like, we get, we get here and we sit down and we talk about the fucked up shit and we kind of like come in with topics that are like hey this fucked up thing happened this fucked up thing happened and i kind of want to come back in two weeks and if fucked up stuff happened we can still talk about it but like i want to talk about like at minimum i guess yeah like kind of like you know this fucked up thing happened but you know keep it a little bit more lighthearted because i mean like i i need to get this shit off my chest because this is my only avenue right i i can't I can't do this anywhere else. I can't do it at work. I can't, I, I do it on my Facebook page, but it's like, it's very, um, my Facebook page is locked up like fucking, like it's, it's locked the fuck up. <laughs> so it's, excuse me. So it's like, I have that avenue, but I, I like having this avenue to really, really, really be free. But at the same time, well, that's kind of the conundrum with it. Is like you know, this is the avenue where we feel we 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 can and we do talk about the fuck shit that we typically can't talk about. Yeah, but this just, is the only yeah. only place I can really do this. But at the same time, like we did this, we started this podcast to like 
have fun too. And like I I, I want to do a better job of like integrating that shit too. Oh yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, cool with me. So um, y'all got two weeks to uh, formulate any questions. We didn't have none this week. Um, so get to, get to work. <laughs> so, yeah, get to work. Get some get some questions in. Get some topics in. Um, I'm gonna spend these next two weeks trying to make sure that when we come back in two weeks that we have like uh more well rounded podcasts too because like we talked about like sports shit large I mean it was racism integrated with sports, but like you know, we we know Garden I don't really fuck with the sports shit and you know, I, I, I wanna make sure that people aren't looking like, Oh man, it's they're talking about depressing shit again. You know, I like I like I like to joke around and I, I've had to cut down on that kind of shit in my personal life. So, like, I want to make sure that this podcast is an outlet for not just me venting about, like, all the kind of crazy shit that's fucked up with the country and with the president and all that kind of shit, but also, like, the fun shit that even I can't really talk about in my personal life, too. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to I wanna make the podcast a little bit more... Um, a mix of like this is fucked up but also like let's talk about this crazy shit that happened that's like funny you know and like crack some jokes have a good time i always think about the the funniest to me the funniest the funnest podcast that we had was fucking like when uh when um ryan was here ryan Chris's brother Ryan, yeah, and we talked about the like diaper changing and oh. shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Like that was the best episode to me as far as like humor and shit, dog. Like I, mean, I was laughing so fucking hard on that shit. Yeah, and I, I, think I, between, I like miss I miss like laugh laugh podcast. I mean, I think between that and then the whole uh, ping pong balls in Thailand, like oh buddy, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a good time. That was a good time. <laughs> I think that those two, and I think one of the ones we did with a. Uh, um, was it Neve from uh uh what's the show? Uh, Catfish. Catfish. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll be good with that. So that's that we we'll definitely make that a uh uh uh. So a yeah. Bus, so yeah, sending topics that are like you know fun shit that you want opinions on. Like, hey, what do you guys think about this? And it's like a <laughs> you know not some like, hey, what do you think about uh all the people that died because of Trump today? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, say to some shit that's like, hey, what do you guys think about this funny thing that happened? Or, you know, this thing on Love and Hip Hop, which I don't watch anymore. But, I mean, hey, it'd be cool to talk about something crazy that happened on some, like, ghetto shit or some fucking, uh, you know, crazy music shit or an award show or a TV show or a movie or anything like that. Like, I kind of want to get us a little bit more lighthearted moving forward because i feel like when i look back on our podcast what what episode is this 147 yeah i don't know man i feel like 130 episodes are like (coughs) shit um complaining about fucked up shit that happened in the country and motherfuckers dying and police getting off and all that kind of shit so all right, that's cool then. That's a bet then. So yeah, let's um, do that. You uh, you guys can uh, like I said, email at what up though podcast at gmail or uh, at what up though podcast uh, on Twitter, and um, our individual uh Twitter is uh mine is grumpy Otis with a 
uh, zero zero and Michael underscore Aaron. Yep, and yep. Uh, other than that, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Indeed, we will. Peace. Peace.